Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys. It's Sally here with Service Accommodation Secrets, the Facebook Live and the podcast. And this week, I'm thinking all about the fact that hospitality is going to be open really soon. And there's due to be an announcement on Monday, the 15th of June. And so we will find out then the dates for everything. Well, I was going to say going back to normal, but it's not going to be going back to normal. It's going to be opening, but we'll obviously have to wait for it to be confirmed. So I've had a couple of really interesting meetings uh, today. So one was a networking meeting at Saba. And so for the service department industry, service accommodation industry, that's a really good one to go to if you don't already, because we're quite small. I actually said at the meeting, we're tiny in comparison to a lot of the operators there and the, um, some of the corporate agents are purely corporate agents like Silverdor, but some of the agents also have properties. And so some of the, uh, suppliers of accommodation are hybrids, so they have short-term lets, but also longer-term stays and developments. Amazing places, a lot of them in London I've been to. But uh, So we're quite small, but what happens there uh, is affected um, by what we do and vice versa. So really interesting feedback from some of the agents there who I've been chatting to recently. And I've also been to a weekly call where there are lots of um, holiday let operators and they've not been open, a lot of them. Some of them have because they're more sort of serviced type accommodation but a lot of them are in beautiful places in the west country and they haven't actually been able to open at all because not even to key workers or stranded people so it's getting really exciting for them and it's how to actually manage that so what we're going to do um in this episode is think about what the government is saying they're focusing on how that affects us what we need to start having in place regardless of whether you've been open or closed and just really get prepared for what's going to happen and also think about rather than just struggling to operate let's think bigger let's think about expansion but in terms of coming from a place of service and helping people whether it's your guests or whether it's people with properties who are in difficult situations landlords who maybe they don't have any tenants even in their properties now um, because obviously there's been a lot of rules and um, potentially movement with COVID-19 but things are really starting to shift now some things aren't shifting at all so there's some gray areas <clears throat> excuse me like only be able to host critical workers and certain exceptions but you know these things will come and and we'll keep going and we'll resolve issues because that's what we're good at we're good at resolving issues and that's why we are very adaptable all of us i know you can do it guys because we're doing it 
and change and make things work really well. So what I wanted to focus on really is the fact that there is going to be an announcement on Monday the 15th. Um, so certain attractions can open, um, especially where people are in cars, so things like zoos, um, open air cinemas, things where social distancing and everything can happen. Because um, I think after all the holiday let people are thinking... It's all very well people coming here, but well, they could go to certain places like beaches and things, but can they go to attractions? Um, and apparently, uh, we'll have it confirmed, but non-essential retail shops can also open for business. But, and crucially, um, COVID-19 safety rules need to be adhered to. So everyone who hasn't done one already should have done a risk assessment. If you've been open, you'll have done one anyway and mitigated all those risks with your cleaning regimes and your scheduling of guest stays and things like that. So if you haven't got your risk assessment and you haven't got your procedures all detailed then I would get those sorted certainly if you've been closed and you're going to open you need to have checklists in place to protect your guests and to protect your teams and that's a really important factor you know your teams of cleaning teams housekeeping teams they really support you in your business you really you know do have um, mutual strength and uh, you know you can't survive without good cleaners they're like gold dust so you really need to look after them and obviously your property needs to be in a brilliant condition for your guests and they need to be aware of what you're providing and how you're helping them but interestingly at the Sabah event um, Andy from Quality and Tourism said there are some slightly different guidelines than we thought to do with cleaning so we've asked him to detail those and put them in writing because quality in, in tourism are providing quite a lot of accreditation so you can have safe clean and legal and then they do more of a star rating and there are other people doing it too so a lot of the corporate agents like Silverdor have various others as well so you don't have to have one specific provider of accreditation but it's a really good guide to make sure your property is safe and clean and legal and so in fact tomorrow we're getting pat testing done in a property that's empty because it was cleaned yesterday um, but guests arriving on Monday, so that's all good. So you can still keep getting these things done. But with the cleaning, the key thing is going to be to show that staff know what to do. They're protected, you know, whether it's um, PPE, but also knowing what they need to do, how they need to treat surfaces, um, linens, all that kind of thing. Make sure you've got specific procedures in place. And also whether staff should come to work if they don't feel well and the same with guests if they present symptoms or if they don't feel well they need to let you know but they also need to know what to do so you need to be able to help them with that um we're still in the um feels like limbo we're not doing mid-stay cleans for certain guests we've got some guests who are um they keep uh, repeat bookings so till the end of july um we've got our one beds booked with various guests some are key workers and some are still stranded people one's a corporate guest who's been here um for a long time but stranded guests through silver door 
And yes, yeah, so they're obviously happy because we're looking after them, but they just keep repeat booking. And then we've got key worker contractors coming into our two bed and making sure that they really are who they say they are. But a lot of these people are coming because and renewing because we talk to them and their previous guests, the contractors as well, because obviously booking.com, they still can't book through there. Airbnb the same. We have had Expedia bookings. So I think that the ideal thing that we're all moving towards, hi there, Matt, I hope you're well, is more um, direct bookings, actually, because we know that we can um, really look after people and really control the T's and C's and what actually happens with people's bookings rather than the OTAs deciding. Whereas with corporate agents, we've got much more of a relationship with them and, you know, they communicate with the guest and, and organise a lot more things. So... There's a lot more information and more of a partnership with them. So that's a bit about getting ready and your health and safety aspect, but also what's going to happen. So in theory, on the 4th of July, we're due to be opening up for normal business. And what that means for you might be different for what it means for us. So we're previously targeted at corporate guests. How quickly they'll return to the workplace, I have no idea. So we will stay um, sort of pivoted and adapted to different markets, but we will potentially be looking at leisure guests at weekends. And we've actually got some giveaway um, winners to host at some point when they've chosen dates. And so that works quite well for us. So if we have people working during the week, where we are in Red Hill in Surrey. Um, there's so many businesses and, and companies and so many contractors needed, lots of development and industry, service industry as well. And obviously the airport, Gatwick Airport, is near us, although it's obviously a little bit quiet at the moment. And um, So we're going to have a lot of people working during the week, but at the weekends we can open up really nicely to leisure guests too. So I think some... Uh, holiday let people are expecting sort of flurry and burst of activity and certainly in all the beautiful areas of the country not that Surrey isn't and it is beautiful actually the Surrey Hills and um, you know you're going to have lots of people wanting staycations because not wanting to fly but um, we'll have to wait and see the exact date but it's forecast to be the 4th of July and also it was perhaps anticipated that pubs and things might come in gradually, uh, but actually it's looking like they might all open at once. So hotels will be open. But I think we have as service department operators or service accommodation houses and holiday lets for that matter. Um, we have a huge benefit to people who are traveling from overseas to the UK because from the 8th of June, travelers have to quarantine for 14 days when they get here with a very few exceptions. So hotels are not so ideally placed for that, are they? We are much more ideally placed. So we might get more quarantine bookings moving forward and the government are talking about having working groups dealing with um, things to help our economic recovery so one of the key ones that caught my eye before the first two is that they want to really back new businesses and I know there's quite a lot of people still trying to get grants so cross fingers and good luck 
with that as well as bounce back loans but they're saying they want to back new businesses um, and make the UK the best place in the world to start and scale a business and that's pretty cool I like that so I hope they do actually put their money where their mouth is the other thing is that the UK is open for business so they want to win and maintain more high value investment in the UK so that basically is you know to stave off what potentially could be a recession we've got people on um furlough still we've got some businesses won't have managed to hang on as long as this but I really do hope and wish that many people have been able to um and so we can all just start re rejuvenating what we're doing um coming back into business having people coming out and you know be able to really offer their services and people able to come and enjoy those and uh, they're talking about the future of industry, so particularly getting the private sector to invest in research and development and innovation. But another thing is um, increasing uh, opportunity, so level up economic um, imbalances, um, level up opportunities, um, growth opportunities. Um, for people to um, learn skills and apprenticeships and things like that. Sorry, my screen's just distracting me. Hi, Deborah. Hope you're well. Hi, Matt again. Hope you're doing well, guys. And the other thing is green recovery. So we, we've been using biocidal cleaner, we are, which kills COVID-19. I can't think that's green. Um, it's not. It it's goes to a certain standard of cleaning. It is said that hot water and soap kills the uh, virus, but obviously we need to be really making sure that we don't have any traces of it in our properties. And so to inspire confidence, and we've got brilliant cleaners, they're going to be using that. Hi there, Chris. Brilliant to see you. And so we have these set products that we use and we throw away um, the cloth because we don't want to risk contamination we have procedures for our linen it's not very green at the moment so I want to kind of find our way back to the green aspect and in fact I must talk to Emma from Pure Abodes because green is very much as part of her USP and her ethos in her company so it'd be great to actually find our way back to that and so those five um, working groups really are the government's um, plan, their vision for helping us back on our feet. So I really do hope that apart from wanting to rebuild businesses, us as SA operators, we've really shown how we can adapt and really pivot in the marketplace and such a vital role that short-term stay provides because people don't necessarily want an AST, so a normal tenancy agreement. They, they aren't living in um, accommodation that they own. They need to stay in a place for a short while. You know, different things might happen with employment at the moment, you know, contracting and things like that. 
Hi, Vicky. Good to see you. So I think we really fulfill a huge um, gap in the market with the different types of ways we've been able to help during lockdown. And we can carry on with that. And in fact, landlords who've had a difficult time, who maybe they don't have anyone in properties, some of them at the moment, or maybe as the months move on and things, the kind of the creases all wrinkle out and everything shakes out after lockdown, there may be landlords who would like to have their properties managed as serviced accommodation because we manage it in pristine condition we quite often guarantee rent or we can work out a management agreement depending on what they like um you know and lots of people we know are landlords so you know they own property and want them managed too so it's all going to be a huge opportunity for us to help each other and serve each other in different ways in our businesses so I'm looking more at expansion rather than just staying in business. I'm looking at ways we can continue and improve and increase the way we serve and provide, um, you know, accommodation that's so valuable to people. And, you know, places that are really nice and they can relax in them. And, uh, you know, it's really nice to be able to stay in a place where you can cook, but you don't have to. So you can eat out if you want or go out for breakfast because, yay, everyone's going to be open. It's amazing. So I think it's a time of hope and positivity is really what I'm saying. And certainly for the operators who are purely leisure, it's very exciting because they've been shut and they go open. So if you've been operating or if you're going to operate, um, sorry, going to operate, go to open and you can have your operations up and running. Um, make sure you keep doing your marketing. Make sure that you're not just reliant on the online travel agents. Make sure that you don't have all of your um, bank holiday dates all available on the online portals. Because if you can provide brilliant services to guests, maybe early check-ins and other benefits by them booking direct, then that would be nicer for the guests as well. And so I think if you can do more marketing, make sure you've got a website, even if it's just a landing page, um, have a presence on your Facebook page. If you haven't got a Facebook page, get a Facebook business page. Um, I'm working with a marketing team and we're getting uh, ads and things sorted. So, you know, if you haven't done Facebook ads or Google ads and you don't know how to do them, you can either learn how to do them or get somebody to do them for you. It's up to you. Um, then be specialists on, you know, things like Upwork and things like that too. And so really get known because people who I've spoken to like today, I was speaking to uh, a lady who books for contractors their company up north and they're working in this area a lot she said it's just really hard to find accommodation they have actually stayed with us before which is how she knew about us because they still can't book on the online portals like booking.com but um, it really is a challenge and um, for businesses like hers who maybe operate in Wales but also in the south and places like that there's such a huge price variation too so if you can be um, really quite um, generous with your rates so you're not going to have to have the commission taken off from say booking.com um, but you can offer you know great service directly I think that's a huge benefit to guests 
And so get out there so that people know you exist. They don't want to be finding a needle in a haystack. You want to be known. So keep getting known. Keep going to networking meetings. Keep getting to know the businesses in the area. Um, get online. Get on LinkedIn as well. Instagram. We're launching um, Helmswood SA because our company is called Helmswood Service Apartments. Um, Red Hill. We usually add to the end because that's where we are at the moment. Um, we're launching a, a separate Instagram account. And I will post about our business in my own as well because it's all about, um, you know, it's a personal business and so you know I work with my husband Pete but also sometimes people just want to see property stuff they don't actually want to see all my personal stuff but I do think there's a place for both of those so if you've got you know more visibility find out what your guest needs so we're going to be sending out a guest survey as well to find out what they'd like more of and really look after the guests you've got because a they'll refer you but also they won't leave so if you're SA and you've got business people they want to just keep renewing which is what we're finding they just keep them renewing so touch wood and hugely grateful that that's happening so key things are make sure you're ready for business make sure you've got your risk assessment you've got your process in processes in place for cleaning look out for announcements on monday so you've got a schedule if you are already open you'll have that in place if you don't make sure you do and look after your team and your guests look after your current guests so they want to keep staying or refer you get visible with all the marketing and really be positive because there's lots of things coming out um from government incentives but also that you can really take hold of from the fact we are such a versatile and you know we can adapt to anything and really solve people's problems in this situation and one of the oh you're welcome Krish definitely we're all motivated we can really help each other in so many ways because we're hospitality as well as property and we can kind of merge it with different people we know in property too but um joe from one of the bigger corporate agents said she'd really noticed that the service accommodation slash um service department you know sa community as a whole we have a whole kind of network and supportive kind of feel and you know action yeah it's not just a feel it's things we actually do because she's been trying to um put people in accommodation like nhs workers government workers through ctm because she's cat worldwide and she really noticed what she called was the underbelly of the service accommodation service apartment industry it's a really strong network we, we where we just pass each other bookings and we're not like charging for leads we're just helping each other and trying to make sure guests get accommodated especially if it's an emergency if they're key workers and all of this kind of thing we've been really pulling together through the depths of this lockdown and so my feeling is and i've said this before at one of the sabra events and i say it again to you guys if we can get through this we can get through anything and we've learned so much from it and become so much stronger from it i think the only way is up and the only way is forward and just think about all those problems you're solving for people and the brilliant job you're doing. So fabulous to see you guys. If you've got questions, uh, type through now or put them in my Facebook uh, group. 
So service accommodation secrets, that's for you guys to post as well. There's a, a group, but if you're not in the group, put them in the page. You can just post in the page too and let me know if you've got any thoughts, any issues. Um, I think there's quite a lot of information about transport as well that's already supposed to come out, health information for travellers and things like that, you know, just trains and all that kind of thing. Um, but no doubt we will become enlightened further. So I will look out for that and I'll get some updates out. But no doubt um, you guys in the community will help with that as well because usually people post it before me because you're really on it. So thanks, guys. You take care and I will see you very soon. Sharing the secrets of success.